Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live and we tell them all across London. This story was told by Greg Archer in October 2009, where the theme was now or never. She's over there dumping her boyfriend now, look. I looked. About 30 feet away, Laura was indeed dumping her boyfriend. Oh, was she? She was definitely talking to him with a serious face on, but no, she couldn't have been dumping him for me. Aside from anything else, you don't just dump someone in a ten-pin bowling complex, do you? These things should be done uh, with dignity, in private, not under the glare of flashing blue scorecard screens. For her to be lusting after me now would represent a quite implausible change of heart after she spent the whole evening bowling with him. And it seemed even more far-fetched when I noticed that he'd been named on the scorecard screen as Ten Inch Tez. Surely a girl of Laura's age and an inclination would have seen him as a far tastier catch than I was. He had everything in his favour, muscles, Armani jeans, and I could pretty much guarantee that the car he'd arrived in that night was not being driven by his mum. <laughs> Tez wasn't taking the bad news well. He punched a fruit machine right in the coin slot. <laughs> Even the cherries winced. He advised Laura that she would no longer be getting a lift home from him and, as he fumed his way to the exit, he turned towards her for the final time and employed a rather confused simile, bellowing out that she'd have to just hop home like a slag. (laughs) When he was gone, Laura headed over to me and I noticed more intensely than ever her undulating yet... Inhibited walk, her voracious yet tentative blue eyes, and her tits. <laughs> she was standing in front of me now, this, this vision of all that I'd wanted and hoped for and rubbed myself pointless over, who'd, who'd left the primary school we'd both attended seven years before and who had glided back into my view only recently. And, and in that time since last I saw her, had grown into this sexual angel of today, This girl who had become the most picture-perfect ideal that I could possibly have envisaged, quietly, sweetly, and without the overconfidence that I had presumed, 
she'd have, looked into my eyes and asked, do you want to come outside with me for a bit? <laughs> to describe me as inexperienced at this time would vastly understate how green around the gills I was. Not only was I denied the pleasures that today's adolescent male takes wholly for granted, that of having a 15-year-old girl texting him pictures of her boobs. I was also denied the pleasure of having a 15-year-old girl anywhere near me to talk to, to show off to, to fondle clumsily under the skirt at 10-inch Tez's house party. Until then, my tale of sexual awakening took me as far as the playing fields down the road from the school, where a small cabal of us porn prospectors could often be found, clad in school uniform, shaking the foliage in the hope that it might dislodge a rain-battered copy of Mayfair, <laughs> donated by a socially-minded fresh-air onanist. <laughs> now, the reason I've drawn subtle attention to my school is this. It was full of boys. Boys, boys, more boys, only boys and boys alone. And it didn't even have the excuse of being a public, a private or a faith school. No, it was the only all-boys state school in East London. <laughs> Mixed schools littered the surrounding area and their pupils, both male and female, took every opportunity to remind us boys at our all-boys school that we were either a puff or a boffin, or both. <laughs> a puffin, if you will. <laughs> As we progressed towards adulthood, my friends and I hung around that bowling complex every Saturday and most Fridays for almost a year, wondering why we were so unlucky in love. For my own part, I managed one solitary snog during the whole year, and even that had been curtailed almost immediately when my catch realised that it was the first time I had ever placed my tongue into a girl's mouth. Whereupon she danced off to, her, to inform her friends and mine that I kissed like a baby. Defensively, I demanded to know how many babies she had French kissed in order to <laughs> identify my own infantile technique. But the continuing catcalls and jeers confirmed that my point was moot. I didn't blame her or them for finding my abject display so hilarious. I blamed the school that was full of boys, boys, more boys, only boys and boys alone. For we had no frame of reference in which to picture how we might behave around the opposite sex. Our classrooms were filled with fevered boasts of imagined sexual conquests, which became ever more outlandish because we had no girls there to point out the factual inaccuracies of our fairy tales and we carved notch after invisible notch into our quite untouched bedposts. But on that fateful day, I realised that Laura wasn't just the girl who I lusted after more than any other in the entire bowling complex. When her friend came over to tell me that she was dumping 10-inch Tez, I understood immediately what that meant. If I played it cool, I might just lose my virginity to a gorgeous girl who could guide me through my first clownish time and who'd help me with an experienced, beautifully manicured hand. <laughs> Actually, to be truthful, my first thought was, blimey, she doesn't think I'm a puffin. <laughs> But then my mind began to race as the enormity of the situation dawned on me. I became very quickly convinced that I was bound to embarrass myself with a performance so pitifully brief and clumsy that it would become the stuff of local legend overnight. Everyone at my school would then learn that all my previous boasts were nothing more than bluster, 
and they would join forces with the boys and girls from the mixed schools all around, jeering and haranguing me as I walked the streets, and I would become the most ridiculed figure of hapless virginity who had ever roamed the darkened streets of East London. Do you want to come outside with me for a bit? Laura asked. It was now or never. I didn't really intend to pull tonight. <laughs> she looked a little bit surprised. <laughs> then a little bit hurt, and then she walked away. That night, I, I understand now, it had taken a lot of courage, a lot of guts, for her to ask me outside. She, she was as unsure of herself as I was, of myself, really, and not that much more experienced than me. However, all I could do was shy away from her and imagine that she wanted what all girls wanted then, to try me out at home and to gasp and hoot at my complete dearth of experience. But that's what you tend to think girls are like when you attend a school that's full of boys, boys, more boys, only boys, and boys alone. For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates with audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.